It sure is great to have the intro music back. What up, everyone? It's Braxton Poe with the best podcast on the planet, Burgers and Brats. We are back to break down a lot of action, a lot of football, especially if you call soccer football. We got double the football. We got World Cup. Yeah, the World Cup is going on, and it is exciting. I'm not a huge soccer guy, but... I will watch the World Cup, at least for Team USA. been watching a little bit. Uh, also breaking down championship Saturday in college football and some NFL news. A great week. Week 13, a lot of things happening this week. It's going to be a great, great weekend of football, football, and football. So stay tuned. I'll be going over all that. Make sure you follow on any platform at Burgers and Brats. That's Burgers and Brats. And stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers and Brats. So let's start with the football, or as us Americans call it, soccer. Just an incredible performance by Team USA this uh, this World Cup. Uh, they've given up zero goals in each of their matchups and to heavy favored uh, England. Yeah, we get to call it soccer now because we beat England. That was a uh, nil-nil draw. Uh, yeah, I'm using my soccer terms. Nil to nil. Zero to zero. Um, Team USA, man. Oh, they are some fighters. I'm loving it. I'm loving what I'm seeing. I know I don't watch this talker, but I'm loving... Uh, I, it's fun to watch. It really is a fun fun game to watch and on the biggest stage in the world uh, you got every team every every country I mean really just competing against each other uh, all these teams countries some you never even heard of are uh, competing and you get to see how good they are at soccer and I mean Americans we really don't care about soccer but we're putting on a pretty good show and I mean teams like Argentina with uh, Lionel Messi, the GOAT, uh, they are struggling. They were struggling in their games. Uh, they did. They had a huge upset loss. I mean, just a uh, just incredible upset loss. They find a way to battle back, and uh, they win their group, uh, their group, and it be by beating Mexico Group C and advance to the round of 16. Uh, you had France escape Denmark. Uh, Mbappe, two goals for France. This man is becoming one of, I mean, if not one, already the greatest soccer player on the planet. Poland, Poland, uh, already beating Saudi Arabia. Uh, Australia beating Tunisia. Uh, you had Costa Rica beating Japan in Group E. So the number, uh, Sunday, November 27th, some of these games, Morocco beating Belgium high. Um, in the 83rd minute <laughs> for Germany, so that's pretty awesome. Serbia, Cameroon. 3-3, three, three. that is a lot of points in soccer. And then Ghana beating South Korea, Brazil, Switzerland, Portugal taking down Uruguay. Uh, Netherlands uh, taking down Qatar, uh, already eliminated. And then USA beating Iran 1-0, and they almost blew that one. Shout out GOAT Christian Pulisic uh, for just incredible performance with that one goal. Should have had two goals. Or the team should have, but uh, England getting a huge win over Wales. There, they stay alive. And then, last few days, you had uh, Tunisia 
beating France. So France moves on to the knockout round, uh, even though, or they they move on to the knockout round, even though they lost in Tunisia. Uh, it gets to go home. Uh, Australia beating Denmark. Argentina coming back and beating Poland. They escape and win. They advance. Uh, Mexico beating Saudi Arabia. And then uh, yesterday, Thursday, you had Japan beating Spain. Spain so close to getting eliminated. Or Spain did get eliminated, um, I believe. Uh, Germany gets saves their season, beating, a, beating Costa Rica 4-2. to uh, Morocco beats Canada. Canada's done. And then uh, today you got South Korea, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon, and Brazil. Uh, round of 16 starting on uh, Saturday. Netherlands, USA. Hey, could be a pretty good matchup. I mean, it's win probability, 51% Netherlands. U.S. got a 28% to draw and 21% chance to win. So, don't count them out. I mean, they haven't given up any goals yet. Um, they they score. I mean, they kept in with the big dog England. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. You also got Argentina, Australia. That's going to be awesome. Argentina with an 81% chance of winning. Don't count out Messi. Uh, I think Messi can get it done. France and Poland. Uh, 75% France. I mean, Mbappe. I mean, if you, if he's scoring two goals, uh, they're going to easily win that one. Yeah, England, Senegal. So, I mean, who would have thought Senegal would make it to round of 16? I mean, and they've got a pretty decent shot at maybe beating or tying England. And Japan, Croatia uh, should be a good one uh, as well. And their head-to-head -head record, one Croatia win, one draw So in the World Cup. And then uh, another matchup that's set for Tuesday is Morocco and Spain. So those are the only ones that are set right now. Uh, U.S., I mean, they got a pretty tough draw. I mean, they got to go through the Netherlands and I think Argentina. And then uh, we'll see what happens after that. But... Hey, don't count out the U.S. of A. Uh, give me give me France and Argentina if they don't play each other. I'm not sure the complete bracket, how that works, but uh, I like those teams. I like those teams to go pretty far. Uh, maybe win it all. Maybe England. Maybe Japan. Give me Japan uh, to go. But give me Argentina and uh, possibly France if they don't play each other to maybe meet in the World Cup championship and one of those teams win. Uh, give me the U.S., baby. Give me the U.S. of A. Ride with them. Ride with the U.S. All right, so that's the World Cup coverage from this past few weeks, and it's going to be much exciting matchups uh, to watch. I mean, great times. We get to watch them during the middle of the day, so that's always fun. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be fun watching the U.S. Hopefully Christian Pulisic is back and healthy. He said he was day-to-day, -day, so should be okay for the next matchup. All right, let's move into the NFL. A few we have actually have a pretty good slate of NFL games this week. We got the Washington Commanders at the New York Football Giants. Giants or the Commanders are favored by two and a half in this game. Um, both teams pretty surprising on the year. I mean, Carson Wentz was a starter for Washington, but Tyler Heineke has been balling. I mean, um, Washington has won six of their last seven games, and their defense, Washington's defense, is stepping up big times, getting stops. Heineke's doing just enough to uh, put this team in a 
place to win. I mean, this Washington defense is top 10 in all categories right now. Only giving him up 108 total rushing yards a game and only 310 total yards. Daniel Jones, uh, not not bad, but only 10 touchdowns and then 2,100 yards, so not great through the air. Saquon, really balling in the beginning of the year. Haven't heard much from him. He'll probably eclipse 1,000 yards in this game. Um, this is going to be a great NFC beast division game. Uh, Giants just... They're kind of falling apart recently. Uh, haven't played too great of football in their last five. I mean, they've lost three of their last five, so three and two in their last five. Um, last two went two losses: Cowboys and Lions. I think they got to run the ball. They got to run the ball uh, on this Washington team. Force that force that defense to get tired, and uh, just be able to open up some passing game because Daniel Jones won't be able to pass it if they're expecting that. Uh, just open up the run game for Saquon, or op open it up where Daniel Jones can get the ball going, because they're gonna need him to not have any turnovers to win this game. Heineke, uh, just do your thing, get your touchdowns, get your one, two touchdowns a game. I think that defense and just lack of their offense for the Giants, I think the Washington Commanders get it done and win seven of their next seven of the last eight. So give me the Commanders in this one. Uh, next, we got the Titans at the Eagles. Eagles, a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Eagles' best team in the league. They do have a team nipping at their heels, but or you could go back and forth on Eagles and the Chiefs. Titans, 7-4. and four. I mean, they're leading the AFC South. They've got a solid playoff position spot. Uh, Tannehill, just under 2,000 yards. Not, not good. He's missed one or two games. Only 10 touchdowns, though. Derrick Henry, balling. 1,000 yards. Only 10 touchdowns. Um, Jalen Hurts, we know he's killing it. 2,500 yards through the air. He's probably got number, He's got another couple hundred through the ground. 17 touchdowns, only three interceptions. That's why this Eagles team is winning games because Jalen Hurts is not turning the ball over either. Miles Sanders, 900 yards. Uh, A.J. Brown, 830 through the, uh, through the passing, through the receiving game. He is getting his targets. Jalen Hurts is finding him. He is balling out. Give the ball to Devontae Smith, man. Why did I draft Devontae Smith if he's not getting the ball? This Eagles offense is third in the league in rushing and points. So, I mean, you got Jalen Hurts who can run. Miles Sanders who can run. You got three different backs that can run for this Eagles team. You got Scott, Scott also. So, uh, they are a... They are a ground game first. Defense, second in the league, only giving up 304 total yards. Uh, so, I mean, if you're a top five in offense and defense, you are going to win football games, even if they are close and your offense isn't putting it out or maybe your defense isn't putting it out. One of those is going to carry, and you're going to win these football games. Titans, 29th overall in offense, under 300 yards for a game. So... Uh, they've got to get something going. Maybe just let Derrick Henry run that ball, run that clock, keep that Eagles offense off the field because that Eagles offense is going to score. And um, just got to convert on third downs or get first downs because this Eagles defense is stout and they are not going to uh, let these teams have the ball that long. Uh, Titans, Derrick Henry, uh, they're, they're getting 84 yards a game, so it's third in the league, but still not that, uh, not that, uh, not that great of a stat. Uh, only 84 yards on the, or actually their defense is only allowing 84 yards rushing a game, so that is phenomenal. Read that, read that stat a little backwards, but so force Jalen Hurts maybe throw a little bit. Not as great in the pass game, but um, if you can get 
those stops on the running. Keep the Eagles. If you keep the Eagles under 100 yards rushing this game, you are going to win football. This football game, because Jalen Hurts gets 100 yards by himself. If you keep the whole team under 100 yards rushing, you are going to win this game. Uh, Tennessee, though, kind of impressive the last few wins or last few games. Did however come off a loss to the Bengals uh, last week. Um. Three and two in their last five. Eagles four and one. They only have that one loss. Titans have been in eight games that have been one score games. So eight games, five and three. Uh, so not not bad. Uh, a lot of one score games though. It tells you so they're a gritty team that plays tight. Just got to go one or two plays that swing their way. And I don't think that happens this week. I think the Eagles uh, get a win over a pretty decent Titans team. Um, at home. So, given the Eagles in that one, next let's go to rematch of last year's AFC Championship. Cincinnati or the Kansas City Chiefs at the Cincinnati Bengals. Kansas City favored by two. I mean, Chiefs and Eagles are the two best teams in the league. That is no doubt. They are the two best teams in the, the league right now. Uh, Joe Burr, I, not great starting the year, but he has picked it up immensely. Uh, three. These these two quarterbacks. Uh, both over 3,000 yards. Patrick Mahomes, 3.5. Uh, Joe Burrow, just over 3,000 yards. Mahomes, 29 touchdowns. Burrow, 23 touchdowns. Both at 8 interceptions on the year. Joe Mixon, see if he's back. Uh, been out the last two games, but Samaj P. Ryan has been filling it up in his shoes. Uh, doing great for those legendary two OU running backs. But they get Mixon back, huge gain too, because they, now they can utilize both running backs. Travis Kelsey, man, all he's, he'll probably eclipse a thousand yards on this uh, in this game. Twelve touchdowns on the year. This is the number one team in the the number one team in putting up points. The number one team overall in offense, and the number one passing offensive team in the league. Uh, not a great ground game. Maybe they can find some middle ground here, kind of keep that Bengals offense off the field a few times, but it doesn't matter if you're putting up seven every time. It doesn't matter how long you keep that other defense on the field. Um, Bengals pretty much, they got six-ranked offense, so a top-ten offense right there. Uh, Joe Burrow's third in passing, so you're seeing the number one, number three passing quarterbacks going at each other this week. It is going to be a great matchup. I think mean, it just comes down to probably a last possession game. Uh, who, who has the least amount of turnovers? I mean, Kansas City's won five of their last five. Cincinnati's won four of their last five. So both these teams are on fire, putting up points. Um, <coughs> uh, yeah, so these these two teams, they're, they're familiar with these one-score games. They've each been in six one-score games. Bengals three and three. Kansas City four and two. And both teams... When scoring first, are undefeated. Chiefs six and zero, Bengals five and zero. So whoever scores first, I think, has a legitimate is a heavy favorite or in a prime position to win this football game. And I mean, just keep the points rolling. I think whoever has the most turnovers, whichever quarterback, if quarterback has two turnovers in this game, one of them has two turnovers, their teams win it. <laughs> That's how this game's gonna go. Uh, this is a hard game to pick, but I, I just the Chiefs are just playing too good of football right now. They are looking phenomenal. Uh, it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be so much fun to watch. Uh, these two uh, just awesome Super Bowl quarterbacks. So give me the Chiefs in this one, though. All right, finally, uh, let's go to the Dolphins at the 49ers. 49ers favored by four. 
uh, game of the week, maybe, besides Chiefs Bengals. I mean, these are some really good games this week. Usually, NFL slate has been pretty uh, lackluster the last few weeks, but this is a phenomenal game. Offense versus defense, and maybe a little bit of offense with Christian McCaffrey in uh, San Francisco. I mean, this is the number one defense versus the number three offense. Number one defense, San Francisco. Number three offense, Miami. Tua is second in the league in passing. So, we just went over the top three quarterbacks in passing. Mahomes at one, Tua at two, Joe Burrow at three, and Tua missed a few games. So, um, it is going to be so much fun. Uh, these two games, uh, both the afternoon games, which sucks because you got to choose between one or two. Maybe we'll get both, uh, but some people won't be able to watch both of them. Uh, two is averaging 305 yards through the air. 49ers first overall defense, uh, only allowing 281 total yards. Um, it's a whole new offense for the 49ers, though, too. You got Jimmy G, you got Christian McCaffrey, you got Debo back, you got Kittle. You got a bunch of injuries uh, on the offensive and defensive side of the football. Uh, you got guys getting back every week. Uh, it is a cross-country chip for Miami, so we'll see how big of a play that is into this game. Miami's defense, not not great, but they've been getting some stops. Last five games, Miami's 5-0, San Francisco's 4-1. These are two teams that are um, just <coughs> on a hot streak right now. Uh, and they won four. Dolphins won five. Now, here's the thing. Decided by seven points or less. One score games, San Francisco has only been in two, and they are 1-1. One one. Miami has been in five, and they are 5-0. and oh. So... This is a one-score game. Miami knows how to pull these situations out and win these football games. San Francisco, I mean, they've been they've been up seven seven games. They've been up at halftime. They they've won five of them, so they know they've been up on these games. They've gone out to fast, quick starts, and they've been able to sustain that lead and hold it past a one-score game. Uh, just cross-country trip. I mean, it's not a super early game if they. If they're on Miami time, but I think San Francisco just gets it done. I I'm picking Jimmy G. Usually I pick him. I usually I pick Miami, but I think I'm gonna go San Francisco. Just how they've they've looked really good and surprised a lot of people. And Jimmy G knows how to get it done without turning the ball um, over. So uh, two of though, I mean balling, but just two. I think maybe a few too many weapons at San Francisco, and I think two or Tyreek Hill is a little banged up. So give me the 49ers on this one. All right, let's move into final or let's move into on this day in history. We got 1872. Going back all the way to 1872, we got the first international soccer game. So speaking of soccer, World Cup, first international soccer game, Scotland versus England, ended in a nil to nil draw. Uh, 1953, the first edition of the Playboy magazine, uh, and it featured Marilyn Monroe. So that I think would go for a few bucks. Uh, I would I would want that Playboy magazine with Marilyn. In 1982, Thriller album by Michael Jackson is released and the best-selling album of all time. So Thriller, Michael Jackson. Happy birthday, uh, C.S. Lewis, uh, Narnia creator series, the creator of the Narnia series. Mark Twain and Richard Pryor. Some good birthdays, a good on this day in history. Uh, make sure you're following on any platform, any social media service, at Burgers and Brats, that's Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at Burgers and Brats.
Alright, let's move on to Championship Saturday. It is Championship Football, College Football Saturday across the country, across the leagues, and we've got some phenomenal games. Uh, maybe not as huge as they have been. Uh, a few of these games, I mean, a few of these teams, if they lose, they're already penciled in into the College Football Playoff. Um, so, let's go over some of these. The Number 11, Utah Utes versus number 4, USC Trojans. USC, just the newest addition to the college football playoff. And USC is USC's, USC's only um, favored by 2.5 in this game. They did lose by 1 to Utah on the road a few weeks ago, kind of middle of the season. That is their only loss, trying to avenge their only loss of the year. We got the, I mean, probably the... 2022-2023 Heisman winner and Caleb Williams uh, playing in this game. Uh, 3,700 yards, guys. 34 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. I just want to know where this guy was last year. I mean, true freshman, I guess, last year, but one year difference. And he's throwing up 34 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. My goodness. This guy needs to go pro. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy if my Broncos can tank for him. Sure, why not? Tank for Caleb, I guess. Uh, and then on the other side, I mean, Cameron Rising, who we thought would be, who is a really good quarterback, who we thought would just maybe enter his name into the Heisman conversation this year. Only 2,600 yards. That's over 1,000 yards less than Caleb Williams and 12 touchdowns less, seven interceptions on the air. So, I mean, not bad stats, but... Just nothing compared to the, what this USC Caleb Williams is doing. Um, he's, he, and he's also sharing the ball a lot to a lot of his different receivers. I mean, his best receiver, Addison, only 810 yards, 54 receptions, 8 touchdowns. So spreading the wealth to their receivers out there. Uh, Dalton Kincaid was a great uh, receiver tight end for Utah. 850 yards, 8 touchdowns, 66 receptions. Uh, this USC... Um, offense fifth in the in the league, uh, five hundred six yards per game. It's a little different going from uh, these NFL games, uh, their total yards, and then going over to college. Uh, USC's fifth with five hundred yards. Defense ninety first in the league, ugh, with um, giving up four hundred yards a game. Um, <clears throat> Utah uh, top twenty in offense and defense, so they are a they're a very even, even team. Uh, they can beat you on both sides of the football. Uh, so it's going to be a tough matchup. I mean, this is why they beat this USC team. Uh, they did lose to Oregon. Uh, that's one of their only losses in their last five games. USC, a bunch of close games, but they are pulling out ways to win. That's what Lincoln Riley does. Close games, but he finds ways to win these close games. Uh, I, this is a very even matchup. Uh, I don't. You got the Heisman winner, but this is a, this game can go either way. Uh, I it is it's a phenomenal game. Utah, not not great playing away, uh, not in their home stadium. They're only three and three playing away. They're also, all three of their losses has been, have been on the road. Not a true game this week, but uh, not playing in their home stadium. Um. <clears throat> I just think this uh, this is offense for USC. I mean, I, lo I like offense more than I like defense. Yeah, Utah's um, <coughs> great on defense, top 20 on the defense side of the ball. 
Uh, they're also 10th in the nation in rushing yards, so I think that needs to be a main focus in this game. Keep this USC offense off the field. Let Rising sling the ball if he can. I mean, doesn't have too many interceptions on the year, but uh, can't have any turnovers. You have to have a perfect game against this USC team. Luckily, USC's defense is not strong. So run the football. Uh, Cam Rising got to make perfect plays. USC just do what you've been doing all year, getting wins, uh, putting up points. If you're not putting up points, you're not going to win this game because that defense is not stopping anyone. Uh, Utah needs at least maybe two turnovers in this game, have zero. But I think USC avenges their only loss on the year and gets a win over Utah. So give me USC in the Pac-12 championship. Next, let's go to probably one of the most boring uh, championship games this weekend. We got Purdue Boilermakers uh, facing the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan favored by 17 in this game. J.J. McCarthy, somehow he is doing it. 2,200 yards, awful. But 17 touchdowns, only two interceptions. 2,200 yards, but only two interceptions. That's why this team is winning football games. He had his best game of his career against Ohio State last week. Blake Corum is out this week. But Anderson, I mean, 250-some-odd rushing yards last week, two, three touchdowns, uh, doing more than enough to get their team a win in the big house last week. I think he can do more than enough to beat this 8-4 and four Boiler team. But don't count out these oil, uh, Boilermakers. Aiden O'Connell, 3,000 yards, 22 touchdowns, but a lot of their, a lot of the reason they're four losses, 11 interceptions on the year. And here's a crazy stat, though. Maybe you might be picking Purdue in this one because Jeff Broham is um, three and zero versus top three ranked versus the top three ranked teams in his career. Yeah, Purdue Purdue Boilermakers head coach Jeff Brom is three and zero versus top three ranked teams in his career, and Purdue seven and six in the past five years versus ranked opponents. So the Spoilermakers know how to get it done and beat these ranked opponents. <clears throat> Michigan, though, just you, they come they come off this huge win. Teams come off a huge win like this, uh, beating a rival. Maybe they're, they're, they just look to get humbled the next week. Um, that may not be the case. I think there's just too much talent for Michigan. But you come off a huge w win like that, and you are not going to be uh, thinking highly of your opponent this next week, especially if there's four losses uh, next to their name. Um, so, no Kareem either, but J.J. McCarthy just played like he did last week. He's going to win this game by three, four touchdowns. Uh, <coughs> Purdue, though, not bad on off, uh, not bad on offense. Defense pretty middle of the road uh, there. But Michigan, second on defense. Second team in the country out of 130-some-odd teams. Second in the league uh, in the FBS. Only giving up 260 total yards. <laughs> That's remarkable. Only giving up 84 rushing yards a game. Michigan offensively top 25, so give them about 450 uh, through the air and ground total. A uh, huge rush. They rely hugely on their rushing attack. Uh, but with McCormick out, Anderson probably probably has a pretty pretty big game. I think they'll be able to sling and run the ball however they want on this Purdue uh, football team. They've won three of their last five. So, they do have some wins heading into this matchup. And they're 2-0 and this year versus the top 25. So, we'll see how that plays into the Spoilermakers bid. But I'm going Michigan in this one over 
Purdue. All right, next big game. Uh, we got UCF at or UCF, yeah, at Tulane. No home field advantage, or there is home field advantage in this one. Number twenty-two UCF heading to number eighteen Tulane. Tulane, uh, I believe, playing in their first ever AAC uh, championship game. <clears throat> got a huge win at Cincinnati last week to be able to host this game. Tulane really just out of nowhere uh, to be able to come in and play and host this football game. They're favored by four points. UCF, Gus Malzahn, some thought their season was lost after a few early losses, but uh, they got back to where I think I picked UCF in the AAC championship. Y'all might have to double-check me on that one in my preseason. Uh, but Malzahn, he's got his team rolling with a top-10 offense, uh, ninth in the country on offense, putting up just under 500 yards. Both teams really dead even at points per game at 34 points a game. UCF's getting it done on the ground, though. Seventh in the uh, country, 243 yards of rushing. So they are going to rely heavily on that. Tulane's got to be able to have that four-man front stop the run game. Don't allow three yards at a time, three, three, four. Don't allow that. Uh, quarterbacks are <coughs> pretty even on the, on the passing attack, but Michael Pratt for Tulane. 21 touchdowns, four interceptions compared to uh, John Rides Pumley for 13 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He is going to be—he's going to have to have a perfect game for UCF, and he's got to have two touchdowns or more in this game. He's also their leading rusher with 840 yards and 11 touchdowns. So uh, he can do it all. Uh, they're going to Tulane's going to have to worry about rushing attack of their running backs and the quarterbacks there. So it's never fun to worry about that, but Tulane has a 1,000-yard rusher uh, with Tajay Taj Spears, 14 touchdowns. Uh, this is going to be a fun game to watch. I love the AAC. I love watching these teams play football. Uh, I'm a huge AAC fan, and uh, I think it's going to be so much fun to uh, watch. UCF just forced Tulane to run. Uh, not great on the ground for Tulane, and opposite. Tulane stopped the run for UCF. UCF did already beat Tulane at home three weeks ago in a 38-31 win. So, I mean, just three weeks ago, guys, that's not long at all. I think Tulane avenges their loss. It just, it just feels right to pick the green wave. It just feels right. Uh, they're only 5-2 and two at home, so their two losses have been at home for Tulane. Uh, but give me the green wave in this one. Uh, so I'm picking two teams to avenge their losses in the title games. Uh, next, let's go to Clemson versus, or number nine Clemson versus number 23 North Carolina. Clemson a seven and a half point favorite in this one. Both teams just coming off. Uh, ugly loss for North Carolina. Not an awful loss for Clemson, but just not pretty. Uh, giving up a lot of points to South Carolina. 30, losing 31 to 30. Uh, to Spencer Rattler, I mean, USC, South Carolina's been balling the last two weeks, but, yeah, Clemson was running, Dabell was running their mouth saying, hey, we would beat Clemson. They didn't beat Clemson. So, uh, DJ, 2,500 yards on the season, 22 touchdowns. Will Shipley, uh, over 1,000 yards, 14 touchdowns. One of, one of the guys that should be invited to New York is Drake May. He has 3,800 yards, 35 touchdowns. So, He's got more touchdowns than Caleb Williams and more 
uh, receipt or more passing yards than Caleb Williams. So he's got all everything is more. And he's got two more interceptions, but more passing yards, more touchdowns, and uh, versus and then Caleb Williams and probably more uh, rushing touchdowns. May's got six on the year and six hundred and twenty nine rushing yards on the ground. So May definitely needs to be invited to New York City. Uh, <clears throat> this offense, 11th in the league. Clemson is just way, way too evenly matched on both sides, offense and defense. North Carolina, 117th overall and 118th against the pass. DJ, who's not a great passer, is going to have a pretty good um, <clears throat> throwing the football day. He's only doing 200 yards a game, so this <laughs> North Carolina defense is giving up more than double that. So DJ probably have a good uh, day on the air through the air attack. Uh, I think this game can be a toss-up. I mean, Clemson's three and over is the top twenty-five. North Carolina has not faced a single top twenty-five opponent. They are zero and zero, not a single one. So give me the Clemson Tigers in this one. I think this game can be pretty much be a pick on a toss-up, and come down to I think it will probably come down to the final few plays, uh, final few possessions. But give me the Clemson Tigers. They've just been there too many times. They know how to win this football game. Uh, so give me Dabo and the Tigers. Uh, next, let's go to the SEC Championship. We got number 14, LSU, facing number 1, Georgia. Georgia is 17.5 point favorite. So this is even more points than the Michigan-Purdue game. <laughs> they are picking Georgia to beat LSU by more than what Michigan is projected to beat Purdue by. So that's pretty pretty crazy right there. Um, LSU just a horrendous loss. I mean, that, that's why. Horrendous loss last week to a four-win A&M team. Uh, they lost their playoff shot last week. Uh, Georgia didn't look pretty in the first half. I think only had a seven-point lead against Georgia Tech in the first half. Georgia, you just got to handle business or keep it close. Lose by less than a touchdown. Or lose by a touchdown or less, and you're going to the uh, college football playoff. Uh, J JT Daniels, or <coughs> Jalen Daniels for LSU. Balling. I mean, 2,500 yards, 15 touchdowns, only two interceptions, 824 on the ground, and 11 touchdowns on the ground. Stetson Bennett, quietly, quietly a phenomenal year. Over 3,000 yards passing and 16 touchdowns. So where's his Heisman love? Um, I don't know. Uh, LSU, <clears throat> Ryan, Brian Kelly, I mean, it's pretty impressive. He got this team to the SEC Championship in his first year. Uh, they are in the mid-30s in both offense and defense, so pretty uh, even team right there. Georgia, though, I mean, top five in defense, top 10 in offense. Uh, you're not going to beat teams that are top 10 in both statistical categories. I mean, they're, Georgia's really doing this under the radar. They're like, just going to business, going to work every week uh just getting it done no one no one really notices them they're going on the radar i mean we know they're getting their stuff done but we're like all right sweet good cool i guess awesome um we'll see you uh, at the christmas party or something you're d doing great great work get your bonus in a little bit um <clears throat> georgia i think is just way too complete in this game lsu's gonna need a perfect game perfect game plan by brian kelly jalen daniel is gonna have to have zero turnovers in the <coughs> In this one, sorry, and then uh, both teams. I mean, LSU's two and one versus top twenty-five. Georgia only faced two top twenty-five teams, so a pretty easy schedule for Georgia. 
but uh, they're just too complete. And LSU, if I mean, if they hadn't lost that game to Texas A&M last week, I might be picking it close. But give me the Bulldogs in the SEC championship. So one more championship game to get into the uh, opening championship, the Big 12 championship, where college game day will be the Kansas State Jayhawks, number 10 Kansas State versus number 3 TCU Horned Frogs. TCU a two and a half point favorite in this game. Um, I mean, Kansas State, uh, they had this game won against TCU earlier in the year. They were by 18, I believe, in the second half. Adrian Martinez goes down. Their other quarterback goes down. And then their third string has to come in. And they end up losing uh, in the end. Um, I I think their quarterbacks will most likely stay healthy uh, this game. It's going to be hard to knock out both quarterbacks in back-to-back games against each other. Um, but TCU trying to maintain that playoff spot, so they got a lot riding on this. I mean, if, even if they lose, I think they should be in. Uh, we'll see what the committee thinks. They don't like TCU. They don't like the Big 12, really. Um, but I think I, I think if TCU goes out and maybe loses a one-touchdown game, they should still be in this in the playoff. I will see how that goes. But I, I, it's going. This is going to be a really fun, even matchup. This is probably going to be the best. I mean, besides maybe UCF Tulane, the best matchup that we have uh, this Saturday uh, Utah-USC obviously on Friday night um, this time I mean both quarterbacks are balling I mean Max Duggan 3,000 yards 29 touchdowns only 3 interceptions where is his name in New York why is he not given any Heisman love uh, undefeated season that's hard to do especially in the Big 12 where everyone plays each other um They've come down. They've had a lot of comeback wins. I mean, even that one against Baylor, which was insane on that uh, field goal as time expired. Um, <coughs> Adrian Martinez, uh, twelve hundred yards, only six touchdowns, but uh, he can run the ball. Deuce Vaughn. That is where this Kansas State team needs to give the ball to, and that's how they're going to rely on this uh, to win. Twelve hundred yards, seven touchdowns, but on the other side. TCU, Kendra Miller, quietly, 1,200 yards, 16 touchdowns on 46 less attempts. So, TCU, running, passing, receiving. I mean, it's all much better for this TCU team. Sonny Dykes has this offense rolling. They are um, averaging 41 points a game, uh, averaging 473 yards a game. Uh, defense a little lackluster, 73rd, giving up 380 yards a game. Kansas State, 41 and 45, respectively, on offense and defense. So uh, they are going to have to get turnovers if they want to win this game. Forced turnovers um, <clears throat> against this TCU team, against Max Duggan. Uh, TCU's, this is their sixth uh, top 25 opponent and it's a top 10 matchup to Kansas State's 2 and 1 TCU obviously undefeated 5 and 0 uh in that in that stat uh it, it's going to be it's going to be a fun game to watch Max Duggan balling though uh balling and then I think Kansas State just needs to let Deuce Vaughn run the football get let him run the ball if they want any ch- chance of this cuz I mean uh, Adrian Martinez will probably turn the ball over a few times in this whole game. I think Ma- I think this TCU offense is just way too much for this Kansas State defense. Give me the TCU Horned Frogs in a great Big 12 championship. So, 
match championship Saturday. Let me know your picks on Twitter at Burgers and Brats. Uh, now let's move on to our final segment. Who would I share my burger and brat with? I mean, come on, guys. USA. Give me the Team USA getting to the round of 16 and Christian Pulisic uh, just uh, giving it all. Giving one for the team to score that goal against Iran. Team USA getting a huge win and they are going to the round of 16. I believe for the second straight World Cup, maybe the third straight World Cup. Team USA is balling soccer, ladies and gentlemen. It is soccer and we are cooking in Qatar. So... Team USA, Christian Pulisic, getting my burger and brat. When you guys come home, come get your burgers and brats. Hopefully it's not for a while. Hopefully it's not until we're bringing home that World Cup trophy. Um, everyone, thank you all for listening. Uh, that is my picks for we got football, football, and more football this weekend. Yeah, a lot of football. Um, you can find podcasts on any streaming service at Burgers and Brats, that's Burgers, Ampersand, Brats, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Music, Breaker, anywhere you get your podcast. And then make sure to follow Stay Up To Date with Lance News on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for daily tweets and posts at Burgers and Brats. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe. Go Team USA.